Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Late again, Martin. Wow. Late again. Add this lateness to last week. I bet the show's done about two and a half, three seconds. Easy. That we don't ever get back. How do you feel about that, Martin? Terrible. I hope, yeah. Ashamed. Shame. Embarrassed. Humiliated. And then, of course, we have to take time out to admonish you because it yeah, has to, yeah. you have to Which nip this stuff in the bud. more time. Uh-huh. But happy Halloween, everybody. Boo. Can you believe it's already... I mean, it's already here. It seems like I was just dreaming and wishing and hoping and praying for autumn to hit. And now here we are on Halloween already. Mm-hmm. Uh, so hopefully you got big plans. Yeah. Oh. Why, why don't we do this on the 31st, dude? I don't like the weekday stuff. Yeah, I don't know. You know what? I, I put a poll up. I said, can we just make it the last Saturday? Do most people want to? Let me see here. Last Saturday or the 31st, you know, and the votes have been pouring in, and we're it's by two-to-one margin. They want to keep it at October 31st. Mm. No. <laughs> it's stupid, man. I got to get to bed. Uh, you're Doorbell de- ringing. You're defying our listeners? Yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> That's gutsy. Yeah. It really is. So, uh, how was we, your weekend, man? Uh, it was good, you know. Well, except for unless, you know, you're talking football, then, of course, it was tragically bad. I'm so sorry. Uh, BYU lost again. <sighs> East Carolina. Although, they played a lot better. Okay. Just didn't quite get it done. They lost on a last-second field goal. Oh, it's a moral victory. <laughs> Not really. Oh, no, there's no. no moral victories over East Carolina. Oh, no, okay, sorry. <laughs> If it was Alabama, maybe you say, yeah, that was a nice moral victory. That should give them some confidence. No. And we got Boise State coming up this weekend. Not good. Writing off the year, aren't you? Pretty much. Oh, yeah. I think they should play everybody who's going to be around for the Big 12. Mm. Uh, Just play them all now. Because who cares? The best you can do, maybe, even if you get to a bowl game, it's going to be the Potato Bowl or the, I don't know, Kumquat Bowl, whatever Stupid thing. Husker fans are like, yeah, whatever. We'll take it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, there's that. And then the Packers lost again yesterday. What is it? Four straight? Four in a row they've lost. It's not good, dude. (laughs) Which also puts my uh, over-under thing at a real disadvantage. Oh, yeah. We're going to stop picking the Packers. Just leave. Let them lay. (laughs) And I don't know why. I mean, yeah, they've gotten some injuries, but everybody has injuries, right? So... Mm -hmm. Yeah, the only team, the only team that is slicing up any kind of enjoyment for me right now are the Capital High Bruins. All right. My alma mater. Good for them. Yeah. They got a bye to the second round of the Montana State football playoffs, so Mm. they don't play until, uh, but they play lovely Butte. Mm. Have you ever been to Butte, Montana? Beautiful this time of year. I saw the whole state, but I don't recall Butte standing out. Glorious. Uh So. Yeah. Uh, we'll see what happens there this weekend. Uh, in the meantime, it was... I, I did, remember, we talked about Butte before. The middle we? school there. Uh, they're the Pirates. And oh. that's a fact. Oh. The Butte Pirates. Okay. We have discussed this. That's hmm. all I know about Butte. Continue. <laughs> East Carolina Pirates. Butte there. at one time... Yeah, I think we did, because I think I even mentioned Butte at one time was the biggest city in Montana. It was, uh, I, you know, turn of century... Maybe oh, okay. early 1900s. Mm. It was around 100,000. Uh, then, of course, things dried up with the copper pit. Shoot. So now they just have this gigantic copper pit and no copper coming out of it, of Aww. course. And th- I think they're around 
25 or 30,000 now, so they've lost a little population. Yikes. Since then. Okay. Yeah. Uh, a really weird weekend. Of course, right after we, or just as we were finishing up the show on Friday, because we did mention it, uh, Paul Pelosi was attacked in his home. Yeah, we mentioned it on overtime, I believe, right? Holy mackerel, is that bizarre? Yeah, it was. Wow. Um, everybody's got an idea of what happened. There's theories circulating on the internet, of course, that are quite strange, and mm-hmm. some of them fairly interesting, mm. and you wonder what's true and what's not. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? But the guy they claim is a big right-wing ideologue, and that's why he went after Paul Pelosi. Huh, really? Upon closer inspection, you see that's not necessarily true. Has he written some things and posted some things that lead you to believe that he's, I don't know, right of center? Yeah, he has. But has he done the opposite too? Yeah. And when you look at his home, there's a photograph of the outside of his, well, home. I mean, he's essentially homeless, right? Mm. I mean, he's... He he, does stay in this house. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, and you want to see the outside of it? Here? I do want to see the Let's outside. See what we got because here. there's some interesting things to okay. uh, take note of. Uh, do we have the full screen of that? Yeah, there we go. All right. Well, I mean, there's a Black Lives Matter sign there. Yeah, Black Lives Matter in his house. Okay. okay. What else? Uh, we got? Oh, a rainbow flag. Rainbow flag. Huh. Okay. Yeah. Very right wing. Wow. What a what a kook. What yeah. a right wing nut. Ah, uh, Berkeley. Berkeley stands united <laughs> against hate. Yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> Okay. So I guess it was with love that he get attacked. Definitely a far... Paul Pelosi. I mean, that, that, those statements and that kind of paraphernalia, the hallmarks of a MAGA Trump supporter. Yes. If I've ever seen one. The telltale signs <laughs> of a MAGA yeah. Republican. Yeah. So extreme. And all they do is hurt people. They're just so violent. Uh, we've, we've known for some time now that uh, right-wing extremists and... Uh, white supremacy are the are two the two biggest threats we face as a democracy. So yeah, so we've also learned that he's a uh, pro Castro nudist who makes him <clears throat> jewelry. Oh, okay. Again, more pro Castro nudist. Yeah, and makes hemp jewelry <laughs> again. More obvious signs that you're uh, not only a Trump supporter but a mega maga Trump supporter. I saw something about the person he's living with too. I forget what it was though. And I was unclear as to whether he's living with a man or a woman. Oh. Do okay. we know? I could be both. I think I thought it was a woman. Okay. When it I was might be. It. it might be. But there are all kinds of rumors circulating about mm-hmm. where these two met each other and you well, know what not and so forth. They met at the back door where the glass was broken. And that's that's where they met? Laying on the outside of the house. Okay. That's where they met. Uh, so anyway, the, the outcome of this is that Paul Pelosi underwent surgery <sighs> because he had a fractured skull. The guy hit him with a hammer. Terrible. So fortunately, he's, he's alive. They expect him to make a full recovery. Full recovery, yes. Officers arrived at the house. This is weird stuff. They got to the house. They knocked on the front door and were led inside by an unknown per- person. That seems to be in dispute because now they're saying, no, the only two people in the house were the attacker and Paul Pelosi. Oh, well then who let him in? Yeah, wait, hold on a second. Who let him in? I'm seeing reports all weekend from people that have been to that house. Like, here's some lady that says, uh, 
my firm served a lawsuit against uh, Paul Pelosi one time in San Francisco after attempting to serve at other residences. Uh, blah, 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 blah. They weren't home, but staff were, and multiple law enforcement officers were on the perimeter. Break-ins seem odd given this level of security. Y- yeah. And what were, I mean, how'd this guy get in? He, he broke the back window or something? Yeah. He broke a window and got in? The door, yeah. Something. But they, they discovered uh, after they were let in by an unknown person, Cops discovered uh, DePappy and Pelosi struggling for a hammer. After they instructed them to drop the weapon, DePappy took the hammer and violently attacked Pelosi. Hmm. So the police didn't stop that? Um, Might want to shoot that guy. Yeah. I don't know. Just Yes. I, I don't know. Unclear I, I don't know what kind of shot they would have had. Strange. But if you if you look at the pictures of the back door, it looks like the glass and everything is on the outside. In other words, if you're breaking into it, uh-huh. wouldn't the glass... I, 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 again, I Oh, yeah. You would think. You would think. Huh. I don't know. It's very, very strange. I guess we do have the 911 audio from when officers arrived. Yeah. And so here's that. Northern four car, a priority nine ten two six four zero Broadway, cross of Scott and Normandy. Number fourteen, hour copy. RP stated that there's a male in the home and that he's going to wait for his wife. RP stated that he doesn't know who the male is, but he advised that his name is David and that he is a friend. Wait, hold on. What? RP sounded somewhat confused. So wait, did you catch that? Yeah, he doesn't know who he is, but it's uh, his name is David and he's a friend. Huh? He's a f- a friend. Interesting. An RP is reported reporting person, so that's Paul Pelosi. RP stated that there's a male in the home and that he's going to wait for his wife. Well, that seems like it's going to be a long wait, right? She was in Washington, D.C. From what I've read, she was in Washington at the time, right? Was she on her way home, maybe? And no, Well, okay, so I don't know from that report. Was, was the officer saying that he, the attacker, is going to mm. wait for... Oh, the wife. oh, maybe. You see what I mean? Okay, I, I don't know. That would make sense. RP, reporting person, stated that he doesn't know who the male is, but he advised that his name is David and that he's a friend. He sounded confused. This is before he's hit with the hammer, by the way. Oh, right. Right. Huh. Huh. All right. Uh-huh. He's a friend. Well, some people say they met at a bar. Oh, is that right? Earlier in the evening, oh, yeah. Oh, whoa. That's what some say. Some say. I don't know if there's any evidence of that. I've, uh, but anyway, uh, Paul Pelosi had secretly dialed 911, and you know the dispatcher sensed trouble. Well, really? Why would you sense trouble when you've got somebody calling 911? <laughs> what spider senses you must have? <laughs> wow, really? The dispatcher sensed trouble <laughs> it wasn't a it wasn't a time check hey what time is it Nine one one. what time is it yeah this isn't uh, time and weather huh all right <laughs> i'm setting my clocks Jeez. are you okay sir <laughs> wow you are really intuitive as a dispatcher of nine one one. if you sense trouble when somebody calls <laughs> so <laughs> what a weird I mean, the whole thing is weird. Mm-hmm. It's really, really strange. And of course, everybody is saying this is just flat out a MAGA Republican type. Uh, <laughs> and we've just shown you some of the evidence to the contrary, but there's more, too. There's a lot of evidence that 
he was at least left wing. His neighbors are saying they thought he was left wing. Right, a hippie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, I guess I guess the only evidence that I'm hearing that this guy was MAGA is that he was saying, "Where's Nancy?" Mm-hmm. Like, do only Republicans refer to her as Nancy Pelosi? I mean, uh, is that the tip off? If you call her by her first name, you're automatically a right winger. So, yeah, there you go. That's weak. That's all they have. It's weak. Uh, but of course, the press immediately went to. I mean, before there was even any evidence, mm-hmm. they were all saying, "Oh, see, there's MAGA Republicans, MAGA Republicans." Uh, so the FBI visited the home tied to the Pelosi beating, and we just showed you some of that. I want to see this um, security video. This guy broke in. You know, if, yeah. if you're gonna say that that's who this guy is, then. Uh, then let's get all the evidence here. Let's see that he broke in. Surely uh, there is footage. Of course. Right? You know there is. The Pelosi's have, they monitor their home via video. And they're in the crime-riddled city of San Francisco? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. I think so. I think there's footage. I want to see it. And especially since, you know, supposedly Republicans have been so amped up to create violence against people what they do that you would think the speaker of the house would have pretty good security if not actual security guards there and paul pelosi granted it's two in the morning but he's alone in the house come on they've got staff they have servants uh somebody answered the door that wasn't either of the two males so who was that I mean, it's with with the press, you know, saying that this is obviously a right winger. The 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 Republican Party and Trump supporters are pushing violence. Um, that would just be par for the course for them because they're mm-hmm. always calling out violence, um, even when it's against Republicans, right? So, yep. like like when Lee Zeldin was attacked by the knife, remember that uh, that situation? That uh, the the press. They didn't care quick, at all. They, oh, they weren't no, quick to condemn they that? They didn't care one iota about that. Were they quick that? to condemn when Rand huh. Paul was... Uh, uh, beaten almost to death? Right. Yeah, no. Oh, by the way, that did turn out to be political. Uh, were, were they quick... Oh, there, there's your... There's your Lee Zeldin being attacked there. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah, that was no big deal. Nobody was firing that person up. Oh, how about the baseball practice shooter? Yeah, where Steve Scalise is a Bernie Sanders yeah. supporter. Why didn't they care about that? Yeah. Uh, the GOP canvassers who've been attacked lately. Right, the Marco Rubio supporters. And yep. beaten. The Kavanaugh would-be assassin. Mm-hmm. Uh, how about all of that? Jeez, the nonstop riots during the summer. Um, that That didn't bother them at all. By the way, Nancy Pelosi's daughter back in 2017, after Rand Paul got attacked, said she agreed with the neighbor uh, in his actions against oh, Rand Paul. My gosh. I'd like to point that out. Jeez. I know. The hypocrisy is mm-hmm. unbelievable. Unbelievable. Let me tell you about Omega XL. Uh, we've got a lot of joints in our body, and uh, sometimes those joints become inflamed and be really, they're just very painful. Might wake you up in the middle of the night. It's awful. And. You take a lot of medication for it. Nothing helps. Please try Omega XL. This is something that could give you relief, as it did for me. I was skeptical, too, um, but started taking it. And after a week, the pain subsided. Two weeks after I started taking it, the pain was gone. 
Omega XL restores SPMs, which are nature's way of uh, replenishing your joints. But as you age, you don't produce enough of them, and that's where Omega XL comes in. So give it a try. Visit OmegaXL.com slash Pat. Uh, when you buy your first bottle, they're going to throw in a second for free. OmegaXL.com slash Pat or 800-844-4888. <laughs> Gray is unleashed. And of course, I keep seeing that um, there's all kinds of false information coming from everybody on the right, but everything they say uh, attacking the right is, of course, unqualified truth. <laughs> it is amazing how they have that stranglehold on the media. Uh, just incredible. Yeah. Yeah. And don't forget. Paul Pelosi told the police he was a friend, right? Yeah. His name was David. Okay. He's a friend. All right. How'd you know his name? Did he introduce himself when he ba- when he bashed in your window and got into the house? Well, I saw Hi, s- I'm David. <laughs> Somebody pointed out on Twitter. So wait a minute. Are the Pelosi's admitting that they're friends with a Trump-supporting conspiracy theorist then? Right. <laughs> I mean, you're going to mm. have to pick one story and go with it, Pelosi's. Mm-hmm. So the media and Democrats already had their narrative all set, of course. And Biden, Joe Biden, weighed in on Friday with his brilliance. It's reports that the same chant was used by this guy that they have in custody. Nancy. That was used on January 6th. <laughs> what? In the attacks on the U.S. Capitol. Yeah, I'm not making this up. This is reported. I can't guarantee it. We're saying it's being reported. Oh, but I'm just going to throw it out there. The pa- was, pause it for a second. Uh, how irresponsible is that of the President of the United States? He doesn't have any proof that he was chanting this, but I'm going to throw it out there and tell it to you anyway. Mm-hmm. You don't do that. We might do that. He shouldn't be doing that. All right, let's hear that chant. What was the chant? It's violence, political violence. Too much hatred. Too much vitriol. Are you kidding me? And what makes us think? Wait, back up. What What yeah. was the chant? Yeah. Did so he not say the chant? He did, but we got to rewind it here. Okay, yeah. all right, let's okay. rewind. And, and? <laughs> Where's Nancy? That's the chant. That's the chant. This is despicable. <laughs> There's no place Pause it for America. a second again. Uh, okay. That's a chant? Where's Nancy is a chant? Where's Nancy? Where's Nancy? I thought they were act- after Mike Pence. They were going to hang him on January 6th. Hmm. Probably Nancy as well. All right. Let's hear the rest of this. Uh, this is outrageous. The chant was, uh-huh. where's Nancy? Where's Nancy? Uh-huh. Where's Nancy? This is despicable. It is. There's no place in America. Mm. There's too much violence, political violence. Mm-hmm. Too much hatred. Too yeah, much vitriol. Yeah, and he's not responsible for any of it. what makes us think that one party can talk about stolen elections, COVID being a hoax, there's all a bunch of lies, and it not affect people who may not be so well balanced. What makes us think Mm. that it's not going to corrode the political climate? Enough is enough is enough. 
Every person of good conscience needs to clearly and unambiguously stand up against the violence in our politics, regardless what your politics are. <laughs> the worst he is the worst. So, uh, what has he said in the past that was so peaceful and loving and, uh, and calming to the nation? Same Joe Biden that has been sowing the seeds of anger against conservatives forever. And re- remember this speech? Here's a little piece of the speech uh, that he gave last month. And I believe it's my duty, my duty to level with you, to tell the truth, no matter how difficult, no matter how painful. And here, in my view, is what is true. MAGA Republicans do not respect the Constitution. Oh. They do not believe in the rule of law. They do not recognize mm-hmm. the will of the people. Mm-hmm. They refuse to accept the results of a free election. And they're working right now, as I speak, in state after state, to give power to decide elections in America to partisans and cronies, empowering election deniers to undermine democracy itself. Oh, wow. They're undermining democracy itself. <laughs> that is just asinine. Even if there are people who are, you know, these extremist MAGA Republicans and they're all over the place, how are they going to do- undermine democracy? How? Uh, this is just ridiculous rhetoric. And it's, it's dangerous rhetoric. He is telling the left, who are unbalanced to begin with, that these people are trying to take away their country. And they're willing to lie and cheat and steal their way into doing it. Ah, that's not that's not dangerous rhetoric at all. From the President of the United States. Yeah, so that was him in September. And then you obviously already played the clip of him uh, on Friday. I mean, he doubled down yesterday as well on this whole, this is a MAGA Republican guy. Look at this. Talk to them. He seems to be doing... A lot better. Looks like he's going to recover fully. And that's good. Seriously. And, uh, but also, yeah. don't know for certain, but it looks like uh, mm. this was Listen intended this. for Nancy. Listen kept asking, where's Nancy? Where's Nancy? And the generic point I want to Unreal. make is that, generic point. you know, it's one thing to condemn the violence. <laughs> but you can't condemn the violence unless you condemn those people who continue to argue the election was not real. <laughs> That yeah. it's being stolen, mm. that all the all the malarkey that's being put out there to undermine mm. democracy. Mm. You can't just apologize <laughs> and say it. the violence. It affects people's uh. mentality. It affects how people think, particularly people who are not maybe as stable as other people. Right. So the, vi- sure. the talk has to stop. That's really? the problem. Okay. That's the problem. You first. We can't just say, mm. I feel badly about the violence. We mm-hmm. condemn it. Mm. Condemn what produces the violence. Okay. Which is... Because talk produces the violence. Okay. The, okay, talk produces violence. There you go. You got People's it. opinions produce violence. Mm-hmm. Wow. You talk about dangerous rhetoric. You talk about danger to our democracy. Got to stop the talk. You've got to. Yeah. We can't have any discussion. And you can't... If... He, if you can't say that the election, that there was some kind of problem with the election, um, wow, you got a lot of Democrats 
that are going to be... Think about that. This is the same party that says a crucifix and a jar of urine is free speech. But if you question the integrity of an election in your nation, yeah, that shouldn't be allowed. Well, except for the fact that they've done it time after time after time after time. Every single time a Republican wins, they question the election every time, including him, including Joe Robinette Biden. Talk about despicable and evil. They're just, I mean, at this point, it's just plain evil. And there's really no way around it. Um. Yeah, I mean, and it's not just, obviously, it's not just Biden. It's so many in the Democratic Party that it is for the longest time have been sowing these seeds, violent rhetoric. I mean, mm-hmm. you mentioned the Kavanaugh attack, the guy who wanted to kill Justice Kavanaugh. Well, gee, where did he get that idea? Could it be from Chuck Schumer? Well, yes, it was from, <laughs> if we're going to play the game they play, that it was from Chuck Schumer mm-hmm. or... Uh, Maxine. Yeah, we have the clips. Play Chuck Schumer. I tell you, Kavanaugh, you have released the whirlwind, oh. and you will pay the price. Whoa! Oh my gosh! Whoa! Seriously, that's you won't know what hit you wow. if you go forward with these awful decisions. We want it done now. We're going to insist on it. If you uh-huh. think we're rallying now, you ain't seen nothing yet. Okay, what are you going to do? Hag. Already, you have members of your cabinet mm. uh, that are being booed out of restaurants. Mm-hmm. And they like that. Who have protesters taking up at their house. Mm. And that's cool with you. Who's saying no peace, no sleep. No peace, no sleep. And guess what? what? We're going to win this battle because while you try and quote the Bible, Jeff Sessions and others, you really don't mm. know the Bible. God is on our side. God's on this side. Oh my God! It gets better. Keep listening. On the side of the children. Pause it for a second. See, we've never played this entire clip. We've just played her at a gasoline station. Blah blah blah. We've never played this thing in full. So she's saying God is in favor of killing the babies that He sent to the earth, and they're on the side of the kids. Oh my God. Gosh. Maxine Waters. It's beautiful, right? Well, except all the kids we're murdering. Sure. You know. Okay, well. Okay. Except for them. All the kids except for the ones we're trying to murder. Yes. Right. Right. Picky, aren't you? All right, let's finish this off. Oh, my gosh. On the side of understanding that if we can't protect the children, we can't protect anybody. And so, let's stay the course. Let's make sure we show up. Wherever we have to show up. Okay. And if you see anybody from that cabinet in a restaurant, in a department store, at a gasoline station, you get out and you create a crowd. Oh, and you push okay. back on them. Uh, push and back. you tell them they're, uh, not they're not welcome. How come we're not worried about anywhere? the unstable here? We're not worried about the unstable when she's spewing all that garbage. It's not enough to condemn the violence. We have to stop the talk. Remember yeah, right. Pat? Right. But she didn't say the election was stolen, so that's I guess that talk is fine. Wow. <laughs> wow. That is just nuts. So she knows that God is on the side of murdering children. Hmm. That doesn't seem likely to me, hmm. actually. So... Oh, Virtually weird. every religion on earth frowns on that. So, huh. 
And it's not just Christianity. It's Islam, uh, Judaism. There's I, I don't know any religion that says abortion is fine. Don't worry about it. Go ahead and take the life. Right up to and including uh, their birthday. That's fine. Wow. Isn't this fun? It's fun. Yeah. Right. <laughs> really fun. Uh, let's... Let's show the clip of uh, Biden. I guess he's eliminated three states from the union. Oh, wow. Yeah. We changed it already, huh? Yeah. Well, he's eliminated or added? And by the way, he's eliminated. that means, not oh. a joke, everybody, that's why we were defeated in, in 2018 mm-hmm. when they tried not a joke. We went to 54 states. Oh, they went to 54 states. What happened to... Uh, I've now been in 57 states. 57. I think one left to go. One left to go. Uh, one left to go. <laughs> one left. Alaska and Hawaii, I was not Alaska allowed to go to. Okay, so there must be 60 then, and he's only been to 57 of them. Now, Biden tells us he was only he was only able to uh, visit 54 of them. So. <laughs> but actually, so is there, if it's 57 states, yeah. and he hasn't been to Alaska and Hawaii, there's 59 states. Yeah, well, he said right? one left to go. Oh, one left. And go. then Alaska and Hawaii, he couldn't go to. Oh, I see. Okay, right. I gotcha. Right. Bottom line is... <laughs> You've been taught wrong if you've been taught there's 50. Because that's what I was taught. The last, well, two of the last three presidents have told us there's 54 and 57 states in the union. But that's not a problem. That's not a problem, man. Yeah, not a problem at all. (sighs) All right, more Halloween fun (laughs) coming up. Got a couple of tweets here uh, from Fury and Energy. This is what happens when one side of the political aisle controls every institution in a nation. They eventually mobilize to exterminate their opposition. We're just at the dehumanizing phase. Hmm. Neat. And it's awfully close to complete. Yeah. Good. Good. Good talk. I mean, that is clearly going on, though. Uh-huh. They, they have clearly started that process well they're continuing the process of dehumanizing anybody on the right and especially people who voted for donald trump from boogeyman biden it's monday morning in the words of fetterman good night that's <laughs> <laughs> how so he started the debate if you don't remember hi good night everybody <laughs> That's great. He's good. Yeah, he's real good. The right side of history Mm -hmm. tends to kind of always end up being the right side of history. Well, yeah, it kind of always tends to be that, you know. And And the Eagles mm -hmm. are so much better than the Eagles. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. No. 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 Uh, I I, I do support fracking. Mm Mm-hmm. And. Okay. You do. I don't. You don't, don't. You don't. I support fracking. You support. And I stand and I do support and you fracking. Stand okay. and you do support fracking. Okay, good. Boy, that debate wore me out. Whew. Man, wore him out too. And it uh, really it it did serve a purpose, a big time purpose, to alert a lot of Pennsylvanians who hadn't been paying attention to this guy, who somehow uh, didn't know about his cognitive dysfunction. Uh, they do now, and that's why Oz uh, took a slight lead beginning like Friday. 
three points. I mean, it should be a lot more than that. It should be 30 points, 40 points. I don't know. It, but we'll take it. If that gets him across the finish line, if that gets Oz to the U.S. Senate, that's great. We'll see if that happens, though. Yeah, I, I had a, a director of elections uh, who listens to this program reach out to me over the weekend. Yeah. And uh, I asked him some questions about Pennsylvania because he knows I don't trust Pennsylvania. Uh, and he swears, though. He walked me it's through. It's going to be fair and yeah, he said accurate. He believes in the 2020 results for Pennsylvania. Really? And he um, wow. He swears that uh, they've got it all unlocked. under control. Yeah. So good. I mean, that's good to hear because I mean, I, I hope uh, that's true. And that, yeah, right, right. And I also got um, someone else who listened to this uh, show reached out, and she says that um, in her heavy Republican county that it's typically a one-to-one ratio as far as poll watchers. And this De- is Democrat, in Pennsylvania yeah. specifically? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Democrats and Republicans, one-to-one ratio. She says, oh, wow. Yeah, she says that uh, uh, this go-around, it's about a six-to-one ratio in favor of Democrats. She's like, I don't know what's going on. Oh, man. But really? we got six Democrat observers for every, for every one. Republican. Repu- okay, good. Perfect. That's that's. I thought we learned our lesson. I did too. I mean, granted, I didn't volunteer to be a poll watcher for for the election. Maybe that's the problem. We got to <laughs> get go. more involved. This is what we talk about, right? <laughs> Democrats are so desperate, though. I mean, and I'm not sure why they waited this long. I think just because they thought they had it, and now they're starting to realize, ooh, no, we don't have it. And so they're calling on Barack Obama mm. to try to close this gap and get him across the finish line. And even he is getting shouted down at events. Oh, no. Because they have created such radicals, although this is a little bit different than it has been lately. But this happened in Michigan over the weekend. Uh-oh. Is it a let's go Brandon chant? Let's, let's go Brandon. Let's go yeah, Brandon. Yeah, yeah. Let's go Brandon. Yeah, that's what they're chanting. Let's, let's go Brandon. Look at that, man. Even Obama. That's a lot of people, though. Holy cow. Now now Obama's like, come on, y'all cheer too. Make it louder. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Egomaniac. He can't take Who thinks it. he can overcome any crowd because of his charisma. <laughs> They're not having it. They're not. They're, they continue the let's go Brandon chant. Yeah, that's what it was, right? It right, was yes. totally let's go Brandon. <clears throat> right. Mm-hmm. Let's go Brandon, I agree. <laughs> let's go Brandon, I agree. So bizarre. Ooh. So yeah, so even the Messiah getting shouted down at events for Democrats. Oof. It's kind of fun. They're trying desperately, though, to get him out there because they're realizing, okay, Biden's not helping. Let's see, what can we do? Uh, oh, let's let's break out Barack Obama. People love him. Oh, yeah. Do they now, though? I don't know. I don't know. Even Democrats have kind of moved on from Obama. Seems like this administration is uh, so radical that they make Obama's administration look like uh, Ronald Reagan, Barry Goldwater. <laughs> it's so bad right now. Barack Obama <laughs> compared to Barry Goldwater. This has got to be the first time in human history that's ever happened. Oh, man. But I do see your point. Yeah. Yeah. It's. I mean, who would have guessed that, though? I, I wouldn't have. Uh, just to show how 
how one-sided the media coverage is. Carrie Lake has been busy in Arizona. After Katie Hobbs, her opponent, said that somebody broke into her campaign office and, of course, blamed Mm -hmm. Carrie Lake herself, as if Carrie Lake was actually the one breaking into the office. (laughs) Okay. Uh, It's like in the Watergate scandal. It was actually Richard Nixon who broke into the Watergate Hotel. Uh, but here's what she had to say about it, and uh, it's pretty interesting. She Next is question. fantastic. Uh, Joe Dana. Let's go with Joe Dana, 12 News, who's so tired he can't even pay attention. As we reported, Katie Hobbs's suggestion that you had something to do with it yesterday was unfounded. She had no evidence. Did you have evidence last night to suggest this was a Jesse Smollett case, that somehow she <laughs> staged it? I think you know what I was saying last night. It was a, I was pointing out that the media loves to run with these bogus stories that hurt conservatives. Mm-hmm. And they do it. No, no, let me answer. If you ask the question, let me answer. The media <laughs> loves to run with bogus stories that hurt conservatives. And let me give you some examples. Okay. You love to smear Republicans. Mm-hmm. That's what you guys make your money off of. Thankfully, no one's watching you. <laughs> Look what you did to Kyle Rittenhouse. You smeared him. Mm-hmm. Look what you did to right. Nick Sandman, a, a teenage boy. You smeared him with no yeah. evidence. Same type mm-hmm. of stuff, Joe. Same type of stuff. You smeared. I had evidence. Yeah. I had no. I didn't say it was staged. I said it was a Jesse Smollett type story, a political story meant to hurt conservatives. And I did have evidence that was the case. You know why? The evidence I had was I had nothing to do with it, and I knew that. You did the same thing, shame on you, with Kyle Rittenhouse, Nick Sandman. You spread Russiagate bullshit stories for three and a half years (laughs) and divided this country. That's right. Thank God your ratings are in the toilet. That's exactly (laughs) where they deserve to be. Start being journalists. Stop spreading the garbage that the Arizona Democrat Party and Katie Hobbs and the Democrats are spreading and start doing your job. Wow. And she does it so calmly, (laughs) so confidently. This is really powerful. Sure is. It's really, really great. I I don't know that I've seen anything like it, really. She's, I mean, yes, Trump says things, DeSantis says things, but they're just a different feel to her mm-hmm. she just strikes the right tone and just slaps these guys down so easily wow uh she wasn't done went on to report <laughs> she went on to report a break-in at her campaign oh no really yeah oh no yeah okay what happened it's amazing let's see i have a story for you we had an incident this morning <laughs> at our campaign headquarters now, I didn't go crazy, and I didn't throw a bunch of statements out. Mm-hmm. But we had an incident where somebody was seen rummaging in our campaign office. <laughs> and I have evidence to believe it may have been Katie Hobbs herself <laughs> who was involved in this. And so I want you to take the same vigor you put into the story, the lies that were spread yesterday. And I want to make sure you guys I saw last night, Fox 10 News, my old employer, wow. They actually did more to protect the criminal in this case. They blurred his face. Mm. They protected Katie Hobbs because they're carrying her water. (laughs) And they defamed me. They put defamatory statements, Mm. lies about me. And Uh the reason they didn't, that they did that is because this was the real news yesterday that none of you wanted to cover. We're 11 points up. (laughs) You're in a frenzied panic because your chosen candidate is not winning. You didn't want to cover this, so you had to run with a completely garbage story. Shame on each and every one of you. Shame on you.
Jeez. That's good stuff. Yeah, it is. Uh, that feels good. <laughs> <laughs> if everybody slapped him down like she does, yeah. this would be a little bit different situation because they're being shamed in in the open here. So do we have more information on that uh, person or whatever it was uh, rummaging through the Carrie Lake campaign I, office? I think we actually, somebody oh took a Oh my goodness. Oh, there look at is. that. Carrie Lake tweeted out the uh, evidence. Huh. Had, Look at that. We had an incident uh, at our campaign headquarters. <laughs> photographic evidence. Anyway, it's someone dressed up uh, basically as the San Diego chicken. Yeah. There's <laughs> a chicken there in her office. That's funny. That's good stuff. Really good. Oh. Oh, you know what else is good with Carrie Lake, and hopefully we can get to this, is she's now sending out thank yous to those that helped her uh, in the campaign here for governor. We'll get into that in just a minute. <laughs> First, let me tell you about Rough Greens. Uh, when you own a dog, you know how important your dog is to your family. They're part of the family. And you want the best health and nutritious uh, meals that you can possibly find for your dog so that they're active and healthy. Well, sadly, that dry kibble food that almost all of us feed our dogs, ha- all of the nutrients have been burned out of that in the sterilization process. So... That's why Rough Greens was created. It's a supplement you sprinkle on top of whatever you feed your dog, and it's full of all sorts of vitamins and minerals and probiotics and antioxidants. Pretty much everything your dog needs to be active and healthy. And dogs love this stuff. Uh, Now, it's an investment, so they don't want you to uh, spend your money uh, wastefully. So if your dog doesn't like it, you won't have to buy a great big you know, bag of this and uh, be out a certain amount of money. So they'll send you a free sample bag to try out for a few days, make sure your dog loves it, and then you can jump in with both feet. All you have to do is pay the shipping. That's roughgreens.com for your free bag, R-U-F-F greens.com, or call 833-783-3364. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh, back to Carrie Lake. Man, she's fearless. Uh, she got help from unlikely places during the primary, thinking that uh, she'd be it, it would be easy to defeat uh, whoever in the general. Mm-hmm. Uh, on Friday, though, she sent out this letter to Liz Cheney. Uh, kind of interesting. She said, Dear Liz... Thank you for your generous, in-kind contribution to my campaign. Your recent television ad urging Arizonans not to vote for me is doing just the opposite. (laughs) Our campaign donations are skyrocketing, and our website nearly crashed from the traffic as people rushed to learn more about my plan to put Arizona first and join our historic political movement. Man, this tells you a lot, too, about Lynn Cheney, doesn't it? Yeah. Liz Cheney, not Lynn. Uh, she is a Republican though. She's a, she's a hardcore Republican. She just happens to dislike all other Republicans yeah, I think around I the country. Oh, where I forgot who it was. Um, but all of the quote, you know, 2020 election deniers and Trump supporters, mm-hmm. um, like Carrie Lake here, right? Um, all of them are leading right now. See, they were, they were initially, jeez. Wow, Liz Cheney wanted the weaker, what they perceived as the weaker Republican to advance to the general. Right. Oops. 
Oopsie daisies. In fact, my team tells me your commercial should add another 10 points to our lead. <laughs> She's already up, keep in mind, by 11. Uh, I guess that's why they call the Cheney anti-endorsement the gift that keeps on giving. Wow. While we appreciate your in-kind contribution, the $500,000 ad buy likely exceeds Arizona's $5,300 individual, $5, individual contribution limit. Thank you again for the huge boost to our campaign. Enjoy your forced retirement from politics. I know America will rest easier knowing that one more warmonger is out of office. Sincerely, Carrie Lake. Uh, that's good. That's good. Wow. She just doesn't take any any crap off of these people. No, and she's getting no support. In fact, opposite of that, no support whatsoever from... Even from her old station. Right, Channel 10 there, yeah. Fox 10. Uh, keep an eye on the bottom left uh, corner of yeah. this. This Fox is... Yeah, ignore what they're talking about. Just watch the bottom left corner here. Most expensive cities to rent Wait in. Wait for in it. places in Arizona. Okay. According to rental sites. Blah, blah, number, blah. The median Whoa, what's that in the bottom? What does that say? Apple goes for more Whoops. than $3,800 a month. Uh, can we freeze it there? Yeah. What does yeah. that say? Uh, that's interesting. It says Carrie Hobbs. Katie Hobbs, yeah. Katie Hobbs. Not, yeah, beats Carrie Lake. 5347. What? Wins. I guess they're just testing graphics. Oh, that's an interesting uh, number they settled on yeah, there, though. That's the graphic they happened mm. to decide upon to not, test it. Not 50 50, maybe? Could you do that? This is from their former colleague <laughs> on a Fox affiliate. Wow. It oh. must be a little frustrating to have all the forces. Aligned yeah, right. against you. Yeah. And by the way, the uh, Carrie Lake, uh, Man. the team Carrie Lake busted this uh, outfit that was trying to pay people to vote, sending out text messages and just basically get their commitment to vote and they'd pay them. And I just. Mm. So there Amazing. you go. Uh, but up 11 in Arizona. Right. And she, it should be more, but that's a nice, comfortable margin. You'd have to cheat a lot. <laughs> That to, never happened to in my, get that done. No, not in my America. That would not happen. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Huh? So we've been reassured, though, from uh, who was it that sent you the thing that Pennsylvania is secure? Uh, it was an election. Uh, I forgot what it was. I said earlier, um, an election official yeah, though, it, in Pennsylvania. Yeah. Believes they've got it. They've got it covered. Yeah. He, he tells me there's about three dozen of them. And so he's in that. In that group there that, that monitors elections and and mm. he, I don't know. I mean, it's a lot to to cover here, but he he is very confident that not only is this election secure, but and he said that there was some low level fraud in 2020. He admitted that there were shenanigans. Um, yeah, mm -hmm. um, but he doesn't think it changed the outcome. Hmm. So there you go. Does that not help put you at ease? Yeah. Really? That's good, right? Yeah, it's good. You know what's going on over uh, there? <laughs> I'm just hoping. You're hoping. I'm just hoping he's right. Me too, man. Just hoping he's right. Me too. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. More Pat Gray unleashed coming up. Pat Gray returns. Welcome, Triple Eight Nine Hundred Thirty Three Ninety Three. Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Let me take a minute here and tell you about Scoremaster. If um, you've had some credit dings, uh, maybe you don't even know about your credit. Go to Scoremaster.com/slash Pat. 
and uh, you can improve your credit score. They'll even tell you how many plus points they can add to your score and in what amount of time. It's really fantastic. So just before you make that purchase, wait a few weeks and let ScoreMaster work some magic in your life. It's three weeks because that's how fast the average ScoreMaster user takes to boost his or her credit score by an average 61 points. And that added to your credit score right now could mean thousands of dollars uh, in savings on everything you finance. ScoreMaster technology was developed by credit data scientists to boost your credit score higher and faster than you'd ever think possible. It's really easy. It takes about a minute to get started. And then you don't have to wait months. They'll, They'll just show you right there. Here's what we can add to your credit score. Here's how long it'll take. And then... Do the things it tells you to do, and it goes to work for you. Go to scoremaster.com slash pat. That's scoremaster.com slash pat. Scoremaster.com slash pat. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Steve42 tweets, uh, California nudist and homeless camps are the new breeding grounds for right-wing extremism and domestic terrorists. Sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and a lot of times when you go to their nudist homeless camp, uh, you'll see LGBTQQIA2 plus flags. You know, the rainbow flag, uh, <laughs> Black Lives Matter uh, material. You know, big fans of those things. From Stu's Invisible Bentley. How much did they pay Obama to to be there at that rally? Hmm. Oh boy, hmm. it's an interesting. He wouldn't do question. it just for the love of party. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and you know he loves Biden so much. So oh yeah, he, yeah, he'd be there to support him uh, and anybody else in the Democrat Party because that's just the kind of caring man he is. I'm sure. From toothpaste words, Liz Cheney is like Hillary Clinton. She just can't let go and will do anything to stay relevant. And Carol Marks, they did a panel of voters on Fox News. An older white lady said she thought Fetterman did well in the debate. She <laughs> likes his ideas and will vote for him. Wait. Oh, can, my God. You can decipher his <clears throat> ideas? Crazy. What was the fracking one? I mean, it's just. Oh, yeah. Fracking. Yeah. Well, uh, I, I, I do support fracking. Okay. And, mm-hmm. and, and I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. I support fracking. I support fracking. And I stand and I do support fracking. And he stands oh. and he does support fracking. Okay, that's a what a great idea. I like that idea. I'm going to vote for. How do you, how do you draw that conclusion from that? Oh, unbelievable. So, what do uh, voters think of his wife, who, if he wins, will probably wind up serving out his term? No kidding. We've already had some clues about that. Uh, Biden said something to that effect when he was there uh, campaigning for Fetterman, but. Um, here she is telling us about another racist quality of Americans and an, another and thing that that's mentioned, that mentioned racist. The pool, and the pool I wanted. And the dream was to open this pool and make it a public pool, turn it into Pause the it people's for a second. pool. She's talking about moving into the lieutenant governor's mansion. So they didn't want to live in a mansion. They didn't want that. You know, they were really, really happy with their $1 townhouse that his sister sold them. They weren't... They, uh, okay, so they weren't necessarily attached to the parents' basement. Not at this particular point. But I it don't was think, the dollar house. Yeah, they were in the dollar house, I, I believe. So they went from the dollar house 
uh, and did not want anything to do with the mansion. <laughs> but she liked the pool because oh. she was going to turn that into a public swimming pool. <laughs> Were uh, you? Okay. <laughs> Let's hear the rest of this. Ensure that um, young people across Pennsylvania could learn how to swim oh, okay. and learn water safety. Pause it. So young people from across Pennsylvania will now travel to Harrisburg, Harrisburg I guess, <laughs> and enjoy swimming in the pool at the Lieutenant Governor's Mansion. Mom, I want to learn how to swim. Okay, well. People came from Pittsburgh, from Philadelphia, uh, from Lancaster. They came from all over Pennsylvania oh, all uh, right. for this swimming pool. Well, There's that's more. Neat. Mm-hmm. And she had more. Work to right some of the wrongs. You know, historically, Wait, um, swimming in America is it's very racist. Um, oh, and usually, my. when you look at drowning statistics, they usually affect <laughs> children of color because oh, of yeah. lack of access. So we were of, able to open the. Well, they've got enough access to drown. What a weird. That is weird. What a weird swimming in America is racist because apparently black children drown more often than white children because they're not given access to places to learn to swim. I guess I, that is the strangest, <sighs> and it's not backed by any fact, right? At and, all. And it, how bad is it that you're, those two people with her are nodding yet? Like, yep, yeah, right. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's something we all know. Thank Definitely. you for bringing it up and again. Somebody yeah, said it. Yeah. <laughs> Had to be said, <laughs> swimming is racist. Now nobody knows why that stat. I guess, I guess the statistics are four to one or seven to one or something. Um, blacks drowning to whites. You know, it's white people's but, fault. Though, but nobody knows why the hell that's the case. What <laughs> access to water? Come on, get out of here! Oh wow. This is outrageous. Just when you think everything that could possibly be argued as racist has been said. Remember last week it was Joe Biden with the leg room. Yes. Uh, right. Right. Leg room. Yeah. Swimming. Mentioning Chicago. <laughs> apartments. I mean, that is, there's nothing that isn't racist, apparently. Stephen A. Smith at ESPN wants you to know that his... Uh, Eight or twelve million dollars a year salary mm-hmm. isn't. Uh, I mean, that's racist. That's too. Right. Wait, wait. To make twelve million, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Twelve million dollars a year. Twelve million in a year. Only. Twelve million a year. Okay, yeah, so that's if, what you're, it makes. if you're only making that, that's mm-hmm. racist. And here's what he had to say about it: <clears throat> We are still black in this country. We don't trust this country in terms of meritocracy. Always, we know. The bottom line is, is that mm. just like That's women okay. are underpaid compared to male counterparts, blacks are underpaid compared to white counterparts. And so when you look at okay. it from that perspective, and of mm-hmm. course, I people look at me. I'm not talking about me, Wait, even what? though I got news for you. I am underpaid compared to some people on television and what they get paid. But that's <laughs> something for another bear. day. I ain't apologizing for that to a damn So I am underpaid. Having said all of that, it ain't about me. You're not apologizing for being underpaid? Right. What? What? You can't have both. And compared to some people on TV, he's not even comparing other sports anchors. He's comparing some people on TV make more than he does. Uh, okay, what? Twelve million. Twelve million dollars a year, and you're underpaid. Shut up! <laughs> Gosh, that's outrageous. I was just told that 
that uh, it's believed in the industry that Stephen A. Smith is the highest paid uh, personality at ESPN. I'll bet he is. I mean, twelve. Who's making more than twelve million a year at ESPN? I'll bet that's accurate. Wow, that is outrageous. Yeah, I'm just I'm just quick scroll through here of the highest paid sports commentators, broadcasters, and more. Uh, I mean, Mike Greenberg is six and a half. Troy Aikman seven and a half. Skip Bayless uh, eight million. Mike Tirico ten million. All those people white. Joe Buck ten million. No, Mike Tirico. Oh, Tariq, uh, okay. Jim yeah, Nance, ten and one. a half million. Michael Strahan. Nance is only making ten and a half. Wow. Jeez. Oh, look, I just I completely scrolled only, right by. There's but, Stephen A. Smith, twelve million. Uh, Michael Strahan, seventeen million. Tony Romo, eighteen million. Okay, those are two that are making more than him, and it probably irks uh-huh. him. Oh, uh-huh, wait. It, it clearly does. <laughs> Hold on. Number one on this list. Yeah. This is incredible. Oh, uh, Jim Rome. Jim Rome, thirty mil. It's great. Thirty million for Jim Rome. Um, I love Jim Rome. I haven't seen him. I know. In Nobody even years. talks about him anymore. Wow. Epic. <laughs> I mean, this is, is rack him. What in the world? Jeez. Wow. I, again, I love Jim Rome. Mm-hmm. I don't even see him anymore. Where is he? I know. To make thirty million a year. That's crazy. Jeez. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Well then. All right. All right. And I, I love his meritocracy point that uh, they don't trust the meritocracy and they're not. Okay. You deal in sports, Stephen A. Sports. You tell me the sport where it doesn't go by merit. You tell me the sport where blacks are underrepresented because, you know, they're so skilled that in pro football, they're what, 70% of the makeup of the NFL? They got to be 80 or 90% of the NBA. And and you don't know about meritocracy? Okay, shut up. Sports is the absolute uh, shining example of meritocracy. Otherwise, we'd be whining and crying that there aren't enough whites in the NFL. Disproportionate. <laughs> It's way disproportionate. Come on. Uh, that just didn't make sense from start to finish. Yeah, that was just stupidity. Absolutely no self-awareness on no, his part. None. None but, whatsoever. But I don't want to make this about me. Yeah, but you just did. Mm. You just did. <laughs> so congratulations on that. Uh, guess who voted over the weekend? Mm. Mm? Uh, brain dead Biden. Oh, Mm-hmm. Taking advantage of that early voting they just uh, added in they Delaware. Finally, yes, instituted just this year. They finally have early voting in Delaware. They never had it before. They still have less early vote early voting than uh, Texas and Georgia both. So, hmm. uh, but he had his granddaughter with him, and I guess he kind of made out with her uh, oh. at the voting booth. It, well, 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 yeah. So he does that, mm-hmm. but before he does that. He shows up and he flashes his ID. I thought that was Jim Crow 2.0. Oh, yeah, right. Look how eager he is to show him his ID. Yeah, he can't wait. I mean, stand on principle and say no. That's wrong to ask me for my ID. They don't even have to ask him. Anyway, it's his granddaughter's first time voting. And they're happy for her. Uh, it's my first time voting. So, move on. Bobby. 
Who cares? Wait, I don't know. I just, <laughs> that's a kind of a big deal. Well, it used to be a bigger deal uh, mm. when we had integrity mm-hmm. in this country. Uh, but yeah, so then she votes, and mm-hmm. they come out of the booth, and then this is what... Ugh, so gross. Wait, wait. One, he insists on putting that sticker on her. Look at this. Uh, uh, get your hand off it. What are you... Oh, and then the makeout. Isn't that adorable? He cannot help himself. No. Ugh. Just a gross human He's being. Inappropriate. You don't kiss on the lips. I'm sorry. No. You don't kiss your granddaughter, your kids, Tom Brady. You just don't kiss your kids on the lips or your grandkids. This is. He's gross. That's gross. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, so he's been fact-checked a couple of times. For my money, not nearly enough. Oh, <laughs> uh, that thing he did late last week that we talked about, um, where he was talking about the economy. And he said that he's brought the price down, I don't know, $1.35 or something since he got in office. Because it was $5 a gallon when he took office. No. No, it wasn't. And everyone knows it wasn't. Right. And I think the biggest takeaway from this story is that it was Twitter fact-checking Biden. How about that? So this is the new and improved Twitter under Elon Musk. Yeah. So he said on Friday, he tweeted out, uh, that uh, he inflate well, he f- inflated the numbers that corporations were making billions. How many of them? What is the number of corporations that are making billions? Uh, in a tweet purporting to give his followers the facts, <laughs> he asserted that 55, 55 corporations made forty billion dollars in twenty twenty. And paid zero in federal taxes. Okay. The tweet included context added by readers, noting that Biden's Inflation Reduction Act imposed a minimum tax on corporations with the average pre tax earnings greater than $1 billion. That'll help. Uh huh. That'll fix it. Uh huh. Tax the rich more. It noted that of the 55 corporations mentioned by Biden, only 14 had earnings greater than a billion and would be eligible under Biden's tax law. Biden signed the uh, Inflation Reduction Act into law uh, last August. The law, trimmed down version of the president's $1.75 trillion build, Build Back Better plan, was signed amid historically high levels of inflation. Where, who, who did that? Mm, uh, that was uh, Putin's price hike initially. Oh, yeah. That's right. But then he also inherited all that from Trump. So huh. it was a combination Trump-Putin. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I don't like that. Yeah, I don't either. <laughs> Among its many provisions was incorporating a 15% minimum corporate tax for companies earning more than a billion a year. Yeah. The bill also granted 80... A, an $80 billion boost to the IRS, of course, blah, blah, blah. Oh, that's good. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. We got to we gotta fund more people to come after your... Well, we only need 87,000 new agents and staff members. So, uh, that's okay. That <laughs> I mean, sucks. Speaking of inflation uh, or deflation, this might be a really good time to buy a house because the prices are coming down. Now, the interest rates are up a little bit. But you need a really good realtor to get you through this process and so that you can make the best decisions possible for yeah, the, your home. What the current interest rates are just normal now. Yeah, They're it's what it's been normal. historically. Right. About seven percent. 
Um, so you need a realtor who's going to come and take charge of your situation and help you get through this stressful time as quickly as possible and get you the most out of your home, get you the most for your money. Real estate agents I trust. It's Glenn's company. He founded this because he really had a bad experience with a realtor back in Connecticut and it did not go well. Well, these agents will see your selling process through from the day you interview them until the minute you sign on the dotted line. Same goes for buying a house. Either way, real estate agents I trust. That's where you need to choose your realtor. Realestateagentsitrust.com. You're listening to Pat Gray Unleashed. And welcome. Great to have you with us. A few tweets here. Where's my pudding? <laughs> tweets a little message to Fetterman's wife. If America is so racist, you know, with the swimming pools and all being so racist, why'd you come here? <laughs> right, right. Yeah. And speaking of her, <coughs> she's question. from Brazil. They mm-hmm. just had an election and uh, they went socialist. Ah, uh, so, so they've... I last I saw they didn't know who the winner was. Yeah, so the it was uh, Lulu or Lulao yeah. or whatever yeah. is. He's been president before. Yeah, she can yes. go back there. Now, now that they're socialists, you yeah. can just go back and be happy. Oh, just enjoy yourself. Sure, there. absolutely. From Ape Lincoln, is Joe going to be the lifeguard at the Fetterman pool? <laughs> I, got a lot of, I got hairy legs. I, yeah, that turn. That turn. That 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 that, 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 that turn. That turn. Uh, uh, um, blonde, blonde in the sun. Mm-hmm. And the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down. What? So it was straight and then watch the hair Ew. come back up again. Wow. They look at it. So <laughs> so I learned about roaches. I learned about roaches. kids jumping on my lap. Gross. Kids, and I've loved kids jumping on my lap. That's because you're Yeah, we, we know that. We know that. From uh, Jeremiah was a bullfrog. <laughs> That's a cool handle. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. From the uh, song, of course. Yeah. Uh, Joy to the World. Three Dog Night. You know, Three Dog Night didn't even like that song. Really? Hoyt Axton uh, wrote it, and uh, they weren't crazy about it at all. What? And but they needed a, a, a one more song for the album, so they slapped that at the very end of it. I think it's on no. side two, last song on side two. What? And it become it became by far their biggest. Hit I ever. love stories like that. Yeah, but cool. boy, bad judgment from the band. I know, <laughs> oh, bro. I know. Good thing they decided on. You know, recording it, though. That's cool. Uh, but Jeremiah tweets, access to racist pools? What about Joe's hairy legs and core pop? Well, yeah. yeah there you go. Just, we just, just did that. Yeah. Wasn't that supposedly a minority pool? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Look at the racism involved. Nicole Archer, Joe Biden has been in Congress so long, he's written or voted on the current U.S. tax code that he claims is so unfair. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And what are there, 30,000 pages to the U.S. tax code? Something like that? I just, I know there's <clears throat> volumes. Yeah. If you stack them, oh gosh. Yep. <sighs> we should uh, absolutely do something about that, but we're not going to. Because nobody has the giblets for the fight. Mm. Do you see that Luke Bryan, big country star, is uh, he's in all kinds of hot water with Twitter people. This Twitter mob is just Got to be ignored. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where all these celebrities have been threatening <laughs> all weekend. I'm about to check out of here, guys. Uh, I can't take Elon Musk's Twitter. Um, oh yeah, it's been so bad so far, hasn't it? So bad. I mean, so many liberals are threatening. Jeez. Just go. 
You yeah, don't yeah, have to announce it, it and then hang around for a while to see how people react to that. Just go. Beat it. Like, nobody's going to shed any tears over all these libs leaving. Where are you going to go? Who cares? Just go. Anyway, uh, he got all kinds of flack because Ron DeSantis came up on stage with him at one of his concerts in Florida. Luke Bryan, okay. Uh, and so he started to address the, the Twitter mob, and he said in part, I typically don't respond to stuff when I'm getting run down on a social platform, but here's the deal. I understand Governor DeSantis is a very polarizing figure. Is he? I mean, I guess just because Democrats hate anyone mm-hmm. who is Republican. Yeah, that, that dares to stand up to them. Yep. Uh, but he said, I understand Governor DeSantis is polarizing, but I grew up in a country where if a governor asks you if they can come and raise awareness to help victims of a natural disaster, you help. Right. He noted, I've generally stayed out of politics throughout my career. I knew people would chatter about this, but for me, the more important piece was if I'm going to come back there in a few weeks after a large portion of people have been affected by a natural disaster in a state where people have been good to me, this felt right. So that's what he did. He let DeSantis come up and uh, and talk uh, about the disaster to raise money for him. Jeez, man. I mean... Everything. Everything has to be uh, hatred for the right. And then, and then they claim we're the ones who hate. Wow. Yeah, and Jeez. if he did this, if Luke Bryan did this because it feels right, isn't that what the left wants you to do is go on your feelings? <laughs> so why don't you back off and let the man operate on his feelings already? Huh. But I mean, you uh-huh. literally, there is nothing that will not be either called racist or politicized. It's just one thing after another. Sure is. Uh, also, Pathead uh, Conservatarian sent us this. There, there is talk of a natural, uh, a national divorce between blue states and red states. When in fact, what's needed is a divorce between red states and their blue hell holes. <laughs> I love this. Do we yeah. have the image in there of the uh, what it looks like the red states? Um, if you actually, um, it's probably from last week. Pulled them apart and yeah, yeah. I don't know if you have that you available have here. It. But uh, anyhow, it just shows you that the progressive, like you said, the hell holes, um, they're just, they're few and far between, you know? Yeah, it's mostly red. It's, I mean, when we you are look, a red country. Look at a map of the counties that are, um, that are red. It's almost the entire nation. And the only place you see blue are the really super large look at that. urban centers. Look at that, red. Just red. Yeah. Everywhere. Yep. Crazy. That's amazing. So how do we uh, how do we accomplish this national divorce, Pat? <clears throat> I don't know. Ship the liberals to an island somewhere in the huh. South Pacific. Okay. Yeah, and we'll just take the rest of the country. Okay. That sounds good to me. That's kind of where I am now. Yeah. Don't even let them have California. <laughs> nope. Pat Gray Unleashed. Triple eight nine hundred. Thirty-three ninety-three mm. for delicious cookies. Mm. I suggest uh, Kexi.com. That might surprise you, but <laughs> Do, yeah, I didn't see that coming. Yeah, it should not surprise you. Uh, and you could get a box of six, eight, or twelve 
you know, or or twelve boxes of twelve, whatever. Oh my god! Uh, but we've got the all the autumn flavors in now, and so delicious. Coming up on Christmas, and there's going to be some special cookies for that. K e k s i kexi dot com. Oh, enter the promo code the Jeffy. Oh, that's still good for eighteen percent off. Hmm. Yeah, cool. yeah. So, um, also over the weekend, I have not yet seen the numbers for the the big fundraiser we did. For Mercury One, have you seen the numbers? Mm-mm. Did they send anything out? I haven't seen it in my email, so I, I don't know what was raised. But thanks for everybody who came. Oh yeah! By uh, the way, awesome people. Um, someone reached out to me, Pat he- Pat Head uh, Kale Variant, mm-hmm. um, and uh, the message was: in case he complains, uh, I was the last one. Uh, I was the one last night who asked Pat how his day was going so far, <laughs> and uh, it didn't seem amused by that. No, I so, was. I oh. laughed. Oh, okay. I didn't fall over, you know, with laughter. Yeah. But I, I laughed. Okay, good. Guffawed and Because said, this yes, individual was concerned that maybe your day wasn't going no, well, well it so wasn't. far. I had serious back pain oh. over the weekend. Still do, as a matter of fact. But Man, I'm sorry to hear but that. But I wanted to be there anyway. So maybe I would have fallen over without the back pain. I'm not sure. Yeah. But plus you no, still, I was not offended. You were okay. What was her name? Uh, Kale, Kale variant. variant. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so everything's good then? Kale variant. Yeah, everything's yeah, fine okay. between me and kale variant. The BYU loss is probably still stinging oh, too. And that too. Yeah. So ugly. Ugh. And so, we got yeah. Boise State uh-huh. this Saturday. Right, 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 right. We're four and five right now. So the season is gone from, hey, maybe this is an outside chance for a playoff team to, hey, we're probably not going to make a bowl game this year. So yeah, not a good, not a good season, man. Uh, it's ugly. It's absolutely ugly. Speaking of uh, sports, the World Series tied a game apiece with the Astros and Phillies. Mm-hmm. The uh, Philadelphia Eagles, by the way, still unbeaten. That's incredible. <sighs> the only unbeaten, of course, in the league. Mm-hmm. And it kind of proves what John Fetterman said. And the Eagles <laughs> are so much better. Then Eagles. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> Ugh, okay. <laughs> hey. So, but yeah, on that World Series, um, the home plate umpire Saturday night for Game Two, Pat Hoberg, uh, he apparently called a perfect game. Major League Baseball says the first time ever that an umpire has called balls and strikes perfectly. They always review the game right yeah, yeah. afterwards and make determine. They just analyze how the umpire did. And he had a perfect game. He yeah, didn't so miss a single call. Every That's amazing. Pitch that a batter wow. took wow. was called properly, according to Major League Baseball. First time ever. And if you're going to have wow. that ever happen, it needs to be in the World Series. So congratulations to him. A perfect game for an umpire. I didn't, yeah. know, I didn't know that they analyzed it like that. That's cool. Um, the Houston Astros are big betting favorites uh, to win the World Series, but manager Dusty Baker has given baseball fans a reason to root against them. <laughs> The Astros are undefeated in the postseason after sweeping the Yankees. Well, they're not undefeated anymore. They're one and one against the Phillies. Uh-huh. Uh, but ahead of the first game of the World Series, Houston manager Dusty Baker shared how several friends had wor- wished him and the Astros good luck over the past week. He named Snoop Dogg as one. Oh, nice. But the real curveball was apparently Bill Cosby. Uh, he said that he's heard from my homeboys and homegirls 
and from some former coaches, Snoop Dogg and Bill Cosby. Uh, so that pissed so off some ne- fans. So neutral fans then saw that and said, okay, I'm rooting for the Phillies now. All right. By the way, it's nice to see Dusty Baker uh, without a mask and gloves now. Uh, Finally. Out in the dugout there. That's good. Yeah. Took him a while to hello drop those. Yeah, it's been a while. And uh, it was so arbitrary. Welcome to the world. I didn't understand. He would wear it. He would wear the gloves and the mask sometimes. And sometimes without the gloves, sometimes without the mask, but he had the gloves and then sometimes just nothing. So I think he's I think he's full time, no mask, no gloves. So that's good to see. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> An Irish teen killed a home invader who who attacked him. And now he's getting three years in prison for it. He was sentenced to three and a half years in prison for defending himself and his family from a drunk intruder who attacked him in his own home. Dean Carey, just 17 years old, back in 2018, when a drunken 25-year-old named Jack Power broke into his home and attacked him in the middle of the night. Power had been drinking and apparently found damage to his car that night. Believing Carey had caused the damage, Power threw a rock through the front window of Carey's home and entered the house to confront the teenager, assaulting him in his bedroom. In the middle of the night. Unbelievable. Carrie, a thin young man, grabbed a knife by the side of his bed and stabbed Power, who was tall and well-built while being attacked, killing the older man. Carrie then immediately contacted emergency services to tell them what had happened. Though Ireland allows citizens to use force to defend their homes, Justice Paul McDermott Determined Kerry, now 21, used grossly excessive force against Power because Power was unarmed while the attacking uh, while attacking the teenager. Uh, Kerry was charged with his death, faced five and a half years in prison, uh, but he reduced his sentence to four and a half years because he showed remorse for his actions. This is insane. You're remorseful for defending yourself. Why? To get, to get a year off Gosh, my sentence. Gosh, unbelievable. So, 17-year-old kid, laying in bed, minding his own business, has done nothing wrong. God. Intruder comes in, yeah. attacks the kid after smashing the window with a rock to get entry, and the kid defends himself with a knife. Yeah. You and don't, the you guy don't know dies. what this guy's going to do. Oh, well, I'm sorry you died. Next time, don't attack me. Well, I guess you won't. Right. You wouldn't have died had you not been in my home illegally. And the kid is mm. going away for... For three and a half years. Four and a half, but I think he's already served a year. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's just, what in the... Unbelievable. That is insane. Oof, it is. It's a world gone mad. There's just no doubt about it. Honestly, what what do you do to avoid jail time if you're the kid? You die. Yeah. That's what you're supposed to do. Well, would he be in jail had he died? No. Exactly. That's no. how you avoid jail. You die. <sighs> Jeez. I don't know. I mean... Absolutely incredible. Wow. That is, that is terrible. Really, really sad. Uh, Biden was uh, fact-checked, of course, last week for, uh, as we mentioned, calling out the claiming that gas cost more than $5 a, a gallon when he entered office. No, that's double what it was, more than double what it actually was. Uh, and... Uh, he's also lying about Social Security now, too. Oh, good, good. Republicans plan to destroy it. I don't know if you're aware of that. Oh. 
He is saying that if Republicans win control of Congress, man, they're so desperate right now. They are so desperate. They know there's a tsunami coming and they're doing everything, lying, cheating, stealing, everything they can to try to stem this tide. He's saying that if they win control of Congress, uh, they will try to cut Social Security and Medicare. Who's saying that? Who in the Republican Party is saying anything like that? Of course, the answer is nobody. If he doesn't go along with their plans, GOP lawmakers will tank the economy by blocking an extension of the debt ceiling. They're coming at, They're coming after your Social Security and Medicare, according to Biden at a fundraiser. They're saying Republicans have made it clear and they've said it publicly that if they win, who has? Who has said this publicly? I want to. I want to name names. Let's see here. What's what's the claim here? They're saying that Republicans have made it clear, and they said it publicly that if they win control of Congress, they're going to shut down the government and refuse to pay America's bills for the first time in history unless I cut Social Security and Medicare. Who said that? They're so determined to cut Social Security and Medicare, they're willing to take down the American economy over it. Because that'd be one thing to put us into a deep recession. Well, guess what, Joe? We're already there. Thank you. Republican majorities deliberately damaging the economy to improve their odds in the next presidential election is a popular talking point of the left. This is blindingly obvious, but we're stating over and over, according to Chris Hayes, a GOP House majority would have every incentive to do whatever possible to make the U.S. economy worse in the run-up to 2024. My gosh. It's now become the White House's official line. They've also said that if they don't get Medicare and Social Security on the chopping block, that they will hold our debt hostage. Okay, I, which, found, I found a quote for you. Okay. You okay. So, All right. Um, this, is, uh, this is from uh, House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy, who... Yeah. Yeah, we'll see what his future's like. Uh, here's the quote. You can't just yes. continue down the path to keep spending and adding to the debt. And if people okay. want to make a debt ceiling for a longer period of time, just like anything else, there comes a point in time where, okay, we'll provide you more money, but you got to change your current behavior. We're not just going to keep lifting your credit card limit. And we should seriously sit together and figure out where we can eliminate some waste. Where we can make uh, the right. economy grow stronger. All right. Woo, that sounds well, like... Wait, uh, when, when do you get to the Social Security Medicare part? Uh, let's see. Scroll, <laughs> scroll, Is that scroll. just between the lines you have to you have to realize? I guess you just have that to... That he's talking about Social Security. I'm looking for more quotes here. So unbelievable. Yeah, I'm not seeing... Uh, yeah, nobody has said it. That's why you're not going to find it, because no one... They know better <laughs> than that. And he's not even saying they're going to not extend the debt ceiling. He's saying, okay, well, where can we cut where can we cut waste? Right. And and unnecessary spending. And that means social that, security that means and Medicare. It, Bull yeah. crap. Oh, it's so desperate. Absolute desperation right now sinking in uh to the White House and the Democrat Party. It's gonna get worse. And what they're gonna try to do is uh paint the Republicans as the instigators of what happened to Paul Pelosi oh, yeah. last week. Mm-hmm. And that's what they're gonna run on. They're going to run on the fact that Paul Pelosi got attacked with a hammer. And who knows what the... I mean, the guy is just insane. Yeah. He's a drug addict, 
and he's insane. Uh-huh. And I think at one point, did I see something where he claimed he was Jesus? Yeah, and he also called Jesus the Antichrist. <laughs> what a Hold Christian on. nut job he is. Hold huh? on a second. Yeah. That, that, yeah. That's self-defeating for Jesus. Then. Yeah, yeah, kind of. Yeah. Okay. That's it, how crazy the guy right. is. He's nuts. And they're trying to make this out as if, you know, the Republicans uh, put the hammer in his hand and told him to go do it. Oh, it's agonizing. Let me tell you about my Patriot Supply. There's no time like the present to prepare for what is coming. If the unthinkable does happen, you know, where we've got food shortages, you have enough emergency food on hand for your family. I'm talking about three months worth per person. If not, here's a really special offer for my Patriot Supply. First of all, this is delicious food. It's really good. And they're, they've got their best price on this food since 2019. They rolled the price back. Three years for you. You'll save $250 on a life-sustaining three-month emergency food kit. It provides uh, an abundance of breakfast, lunches, and dinners, drinks, and snacks, and it stays fresh for up to 25 years. These are the experts. This is the best company in the business, and this food will be there when you need it, which might be pretty soon. Mm. My Patriot Supply, largest preparedness company and they're charging less to help families more. Don't wait. Save $250 today on the food you'll need tomorrow. Lowest price, again, since 2019. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com. That's MyPatriotSupply.com. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Oh, yeah, I see another little interesting thing Democrats are doing. Uh, they're talking about uh, nationalizing the oil companies. Oh, wait, that's mm. what this liberal will be all about. Mm-hmm. That sounds familiar. Doesn't it, though? Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, boy. And guess what this liberal would be all about? <laughs> what? This liberal will be all about <laughs> socializing. Uh, mm. um, uh, uh, oh, ooh, uh, oh. Would be about. Would be about, basically. <laughs> Basically, yeah, taking uh, over, taking over, and and, and the government <laughs> running all of your companies. Okay, she realized that she made a mistake there and could barely get through it. They don't care about that anymore. So the, okay, so they moved on to caring about that. Right. Okay. Yep. Supplies are so low right now on diesel. We've got what a thirty-day supply, thirty-day supply of diesel. That's going to work out well. Um. So supplies are so low that there will be shortages, price spikes within six months unless the U.S. enters recession, according to experts. <laughs> In response, the Biden administration, of course, releasing more oil from the uh, Strategic Petroleum Reserve. But the reser- reserves are crude oil, not refined oil products like diesel. Mm-hmm. And the releases are stifling investment in the future oil production. People are depleting their emergency stocks warned Saudi Arabia's energy minister earlier, uh, last week actually, losing emergency stocks may become painful in the months to come. In response, influential Democrats, including leading U.S. uh, Senate candidate and a former Department of Energy official and an influential energy expert, are urging the U.S. government to socialize (laughs) America's oil and gas firms. Cool. This is good. In Houston last week, Jason Bordoff, 
dean of Columbia University's climate school, called for the nationalization of oil and gas companies. Wow. Wow. They don't care anymore. Government must take an active role in owning assets that will become stranded and plan to strand those assets. Oh, okay. On Twitter, Bordoff said, I've never stated support for the nationalization of oil and gas companies. What I've said is governments may need to play a role facilitating short-term oil and gas assessment investment, <laughs> asset investment that need to be retired way before normal ROI time horizons to meet climate goals so we can meet energy needs now as we transition. Okay, you need to put your little climate goal bullcrap Aside yeah, for a while. Put it on a shelf, y'all. Give it a rest. Yes. And that diesel thing, that is slated to run out just before Thanksgiving. At the same time, you're going to have that railroad strike kick back in on November 19th, just before Thanksgiving. Okay. And then apparently, I read something else. Uh, this guy was putting it all together. And he's like, yeah, and then also all of these um, uh, defaults are going to come into play right before. It's going to be a fun holiday season in America. It sounds like it, yeah. yeah. Spread yeah. spread the joy. That sounds really good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because diesel <laughs> runs America. Well, it does. It's in everything, it transportation-wise. The trucks, the trains, mm-hmm. all that stuff runs on diesel. We need. Uh, we do need our goods brought to us. Why? Because you need them. Can't you go get them yourself? <laughs> Can't you just, you know, go get the oil and refine it yourself? <laughs> well, <laughs> you it's lazy, coming down to that, isn't it? You lazy bastard. Oh, that's true. It's a matter of... <laughs> so, <laughs> go get it. So the stuff that I want, does it just magically, like, they grow it at the Walmart that I go to. Is that right? Uh, it just, yes. It just pops out of the floor onto the shelves? Right, yeah. Well, yeah. then that's helpful. Then this it isn't is that big of a deal after all. Not a big deal at all. I care about this. It's really not. This is going to get rough, man. Uh, I mean, it's already rough. It's it's going to get really I feel bad. Like we don't really know what rough is yet. That's true. Because yeah. we've been so spoiled. And, you know, this is such a great country that we've had it so good for so long. And now things are changing and they're... You know, you got an administration that's trying desperately to destroy our country. And they're doing a pretty good job of it right now. Yeah, I think I'll put my Christmas lights up tomorrow. Yeah. Well, that's start this season. That's probably why we've got a bunch of homes in right. this area on the way to work. <laughs> it's happening. Here in Las Colinas where uh, they've already got their, their lights on and they've got them up on the house and on. They're like, what is Halloween? I don't even know what that is. I don't even skip right past Halloween, right past Thanksgiving, directly to Christmas. So, and maybe that's why. You know, it's, maybe it's a good idea. I'm telling you, I you can always tell the state of the nation based on how early we put our Christmas lights out. Yeah, that's true. Because we want, mm-hmm. we need something good, and so by this time next year, we'll have them out for Labor Day. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, a study finds trans. Top surgery, up uh, almost 400%. Oh, that sounds like a healthy nation. Among children. Among children. Top surgery. So is that is that they're searching for it? Or, okay, a peer-reviewed journal published a pediatric study that shows an almost 400% increase in some... No, this is the this actual is surgery. Yeah. surgery being done. It's up 400%. So sad. 
Oh my gosh, that's the top surgery. So, like breast removal, correct for kids, correct. Researchers Rishab Karan Das and uh, Dr. Galen Perdikas and others found the annual number of gender-affirming chest surgeries increased 389% between 16 and 19, according to a study published. Although there was a lack of information in the study regarding irreversible sex change procedures on minors. I mean, this is mutilation that, I mean, literally scars you for For life life in more ways than one. Yeah. And this is, they're talking specifically here about the top surgery, but they're also doing the genital surgery surgery. as well. And, you know, we have a fit, and rightly so, about mutilation with Muslims. This is mutilation among Uh non-Muslims. And if you try to stand in the way of this, then my gosh, you're not affirming the child and what they want. And you could lose your child. You could literally lose your child. We've read cases where where a parent refused to use the pronoun and the judge took custody away. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Remember, this is the same mindset. The people that are totally good with this permanent altering of these genders Mm -hmm. for children... You dare to suggest that the child be allowed to ride their bicycle around the block without a helmet on, and oh my yeah. gosh, Jeez. what is wrong with you? I, I, yep. It's a world gone mad. Female children were among the highest number of patients with 1,114 chest reconstruction surgeries mm. performed to masculinize an adolescent chest compared to the 16 feminizing uh, chest reconstruction surgeries performed during the same period. Jeez. Jeez. Psyche, uh, uh, psychiatric conditions were the most common comorbidities. 21.1% of patients had anxiety. 16%, oh. 16.2% had depression. So maybe you shouldn't be doing surgeries on <clears throat> kids that aren't mentally equipped to handle this stuff. Mm. To our knowledge, this study is the largest investigation to date of gender-affirming chest reconstruction in a pediatric population. The results demonstrate substantial increases in gender-affirming chest reconstruction. That doesn't affirm their gender. What are you talking about? It's the opposite! Right. Man, they control the language, though. Mm Mm-hmm. Of the 1.6 million transgender people 13 years and older, 300,000 are between 13 and 17. Uh, It's a real problem, and we better wake up. Again, the suicide rate, once they do this, is 20 times higher than the national average. So how are you helping them? How, How is that helping again? Wow. All right, we've got overtime still on the way, and we will be back here bright and early tomorrow. Back Ray and Lee.